This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week, we're inspired by none other than Mr. Matthew Baker, who is on the road doing his on-site property investor thing in Newcastle, telling us all about the sights and delights of being on a road, or on, on a road, on the road as an investor traveling around the country away from home. So you're in Newcastle, aren't you, mate? I am. I turned up to the hotel last night and they were like, oh, you're not the Matt Baker. Oh, the Matt Baker. <laughs> Blue Peter, Matt Baker. Oh, was it one show he does? One show, Country File. He's doing his own thing. I don't know what he does now. There you go. How to, how to keep your customers happy. So, oh, it's you? It's <laughs> you. No, no, to be fair, I, I might be paraphrasing there, but... Uh, uh, yeah, they said, oh, I wasn't sure it was going to be, you know, the famous Matt Baker. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's, but they, 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 he, he did backtrack very well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 well, I don't know, was, I had a king, what do you call it, a king room or whatever, like a premium room. Uh, they, they thought, <laughs> I, and it's like, did, did, did you order a premium room? I was like, I don't know, did I? I think so. Like, oh, yes, you get this discount and you get two bottles of free water. It's like, ooh. Woo. Had they known it was you that had downgraded you straight away to a single room. Exactly, <laughs> nothing but a tap. <laughs> with no window. <laughs> however, however what, what started this conversation was the, the fact that I, I got into the room and then uh, the first thing I looked for was the, the light of the bathroom and turned the bathroom light on, didn't turn on. Then subsequently started looking around for the, for the phone to make a phone call. And I thought, hang on a minute, no, this is silly that there's no light in the bathroom. Surely the cleaner would have checked it. So I went in. And there's another switch on the mirror. So I had to turn the light on using the switch on the mirror. But the switch, the light switch outside the door also had to be on. So it's like the light switch turned the mirror on, then I had to turn the mirror on to turn the light on. So like the light switch, the master light switch is the master switch that allows you to then turn the mirror on, which turns the bathroom light on. Yeah, it's a bit like a, I suppose, like an escape room where you put one button and then a blue light comes on. Uh, like a circle on the mirror and you go and hit the circle and then the light comes on and then you can see that it's a little bit out of the 80s even though this building looks like it was built in the 2000s so weird it's very weird weird. and this led on to a discussion and I'm sure many listeners can relate to this about how surprising it is that you know commercial properties like hotels you would assume you know over the years really up their game when it comes to like the customer experience of a room because the whole thing is customer mm. hospitality driven yeah honestly m- most hotels the opposite experience even this day and age you know plug socket's still not by the bed and like you know but weird lighting things like you just said and we were talking about carpets as well and just design generally how how can they even consider opening when the design is just so bad it's just like, but they do. You think they'd learn over you know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, however many hundred years. They'd right. be thing going, well, 
um, we know that this formula works. Yeah. Um, obviously think that this formula works. And in the bathroom, they have a bath, which is about two feet tall. <laughs> and then um, yeah, a shower over the bath with a shower curtain, oh, don't even which, which is about eight feet on uh, up the wall. And the shower curtain is about about a foot too short. So it's impossible to have a shower without flooding the entire bathroom. And these are like mainstream um, brands as well, right? You're talking Mercure, Hilton, Jury's Inn, you know, like really well-known hotel chains. Yeah, I I won't mention it, but it begins with a J. And yeah. (laughs) So it really, really annoys me as well, because maybe it's because we spend quite a lot of time in these hotels for work, not just for leisure. I think it's a completely different ball game when you're there and you're trying to work in the room or you want to chill out after a really long day of working mm-hmm. and you just yeah if there's a tv in the room something that really annoys me as well it's either a tiny little tv <laughs> that's a million miles away from your bed um or the most recent one when i stayed in a hotel down in brighton was the remote was absolutely filthy oh that's so gross i didn't honestly i couldn't even touch it i would not oh. use that remote i'm like this is a room that's cleaned every time. Well, supposed to be cleaned every time a guest moves out. And yet the remote looks like it hasn't been cleaned since the hotel was built 10 years ago. So gross. Probably not on the list. The cleaning. Oh. It should have been in the bin. <laughs> so rank. It's always like that. There's the hazardous bits, isn't there? That you've got, you've got the, the runner that goes across beds, which is always a hazard. You've got the carpet generally, which is always just like you dread to even think what goes on or is in those carpets. And then you've got like, yeah, things like, the, you know, the, the accessory parts, you know, just, yeah, handles and, um, uh the yeah the remote control but also how useless fridges are the mini fridges they tend not to be (coughs) they tend to be like sort of cooling boxes uh with nothing in them and you think well what's what's the point of this you know but yeah I don't know I don't know it makes you realize just how much better our properties are and how much better our projects are than mainstream hotels and you wonder why you know whenever we've turned ours into service accommodation for whatever reason um, they do really well. Right? Because so, look at the competition. Because <laughs> you can turn you can, you can... 100 pounds a night in a hotel or you go pay you know, 50 quid for a room in a, uh, a next little HMO. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you can turn up and actually live in the space, not try and live in it. No, the hotel rooms are not geared for people to be in for any length of time. <laughs> a room where no one's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to turn up have a shower, have a sleep, grab your breakfast and fuck off. You're not supposed to stay there. <laughs> so true. And I, can, I can understand when the hotels are really old, not having plug sockets by the bed is a pain in the ass. Yeah. But when you've got a more modern hotel, like the one you just talked about, Matt, that you're staying in, I don't know, and they have another plug socket or USB charging points. USB charging points are such a novelty in a hotel. I get so excited when I see them because yeah. there are very few hotels have them. Uh, yeah. To be honest, every single plug here is a USB charging, so they've got that. Ooh. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff. I think the bathroom is the, is the biggest letdown. Yeah, can mm. we talk about the shower curtains just one minute? Like, can you imagine putting a shower curtain in one of your um, next level HMOs? I mean, can, can any of us imagine putting a shower curtain anywhere? I, it, it, it's not even something that get, it runs through my mind. No. I'm going to go develop a property. On my list, my shopping list, needs to be a shower curtain. No. <laughs> At no point has that run past <laughs> my, 
not even on a buy to let. Um, <laughs> because I, I, the, the only time I've had to buy shower curtains is when I've rented a property which has a bath. Yeah. And nothing to yeah. stop you from getting everything wet. So I did yes. I have bought a shower curtain and one of, the, as, one of those extendable poles. Yes. Yeah. That, that confuses me as well, actually. When a landlord rents their property and they've got a shower over the bath, but don't provide even a shower curtain to keep the water in, how the hell do, are they expecting their tenants to not flood the bathroom? But you know what? It's not just about the shower curtain. It's, it's those other things. That, it's like they don't finish it. It's like they get to 95% of the way. And then uh, because they haven't moved into it, they forget about it. Um, so actually, it might, we may have been guilty of this ourselves with the, our flats in Stockport. The, 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 the what do you call them? The, 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 the windows, yeah, the Velux windows and the, the, the loft. Um, yeah, that, those rooms have been occupied now on, on and off for about almost two years. There's no blinds on the windows. Oh, wow. That's oh, right. really? Oh, that's right, and, yeah. And I, I only, well, I didn't even think about it, but um, I, I assumed we'd have done it. I, well, should I say, I assumed that the, the uh, interior designer that was dealing with it would have done it. Um, but no, and we've only just heard about it in the last couple of weeks. And apparently wow. it's the, one of the biggest complaints they get is that um, um, they can't close close the, the curtains. But they don't need to close it for privacy. It's more for light. It's light, isn't it? With in, in the summer months. Yeah. 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 Oh, how fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. It's the small things, isn't it? But okay. I think there's a, I don't know, feels like there's a big difference between like a scheme of works where there's multiple rooms where like, you know, maybe the the odd thing will get forgotten. Then like a single buy to let where you're just like, you know, forgetting stuff like that. But then are they applying the same logic to like curtains, you know, with some, um, well, with my buy to lets, for example, I will fit a curtain rail, but I certainly won't provide the curtains. I'll leave that down to the tenants to provide the curtains because they're going to be putting their own personal stamp on the property. Well, maybe maybe that's the thing because uh, it's perceived to be um, un- unhygienic and personal. Mm. So if you provide, do you know what? If I moved into a buy to let that the shower curtain obviously been there for about three years, I'd probably replace it myself. But c- can we just address the fact that why you would even choose to allow like or fit a rail for a shower curtain when they're just the most stupid thing on earth like you would nowadays I can't imagine how any landlord would choose to fit a rail instead of a screen just because they don't I think I just think it's um, probably cost and they go okay I'm not going to spend 200 quid on a screen I'm going to spend 20 quid on a on a extendable Oh. I'm putting my mind in. Yeah, you're probably right to this, that there, there are some people will think of that. However, I think there are people that just don't think about it. Yeah. So, Joe, when you moved into your current place, they didn't have a, a curtain or anything on the window in the bathroom to stop people looking in. Yeah. It's just like if it's designed by a man, yeah. being a bit um, uh, stereotypical here, but they're not going to think about the things that would make life easier especially when it comes to the bathroom because they spend so little time in there anyway. So true. And it was even in, in that was um, prevalent in the kitchen design as well. The yeah. Drawers. So it was all cupboards, like a hundred percent cupboards. And I was like, where are the drawers? Like where, 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 where are the drawers? Where are the drawers for cutlery and, you know, stuff. And yeah, no, just no drawers. Fascinating. No yeah. blinds, no drawers, no curtains, no. Um, uh, what was the other thing that was missing? Um, oh yeah. Mirrors. 
no bathroom mirror, no bathroom cabinet. So no storage. You, everything had to be very standalone. So, I mean, yeah, but having a word with them, they were like, oh, God, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, like it was all sorted. But a shower screen, I may add. There was a shower screen. There was no... Yeah, there was there was no there was no uh, shower curtain rail in sight for me to install my own disgusting. Oh God, do you know what I hate about? Ho- just having flashbacks to hotels. There's a hotel that I stay at all the time that I teach in, and it's like they've only just changed from showers curtains to screens. And you you know the grossness of like a hotel shower curtain where you just know like hundreds of thousands of people. And then, it, had- and then, then you get a wave of yeah. You know, wind and then and it, sticks. it touches you. <laughs> sticks to you yes there you go that comes and gets you in the night terrors that does that's just awful it's just horrendous yeah the so, um, gonna come and get you oh it's so vile like yeah oh and the lighting is also really bad normally <laughs> in hotels as well so yeah. before, we get on, before we get on to lighting, I've got another bathroom story. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> hold, hold, hold that. But now I was viewing some properties with, um, uh, with a mentee, actually. We went on a mentorship. Uh, where were we? Uh, where have we been recently? Coventry, Birmingham. I think it was Birmingham. No, it wasn't. It was Derby. It was, there we go. All over the, the place. Um, so we were in Derby and we were viewing some properties uh, for potential buy to lets. And this property had just been refurbed. So we were viewing it just out of interest. And, uh, you know, when people do the refurb and they just don't finish it, coming back to that same thing, 95% done. Um, so everything that was left, the property was on the market, had actively been left, including the avocado bathroom suite, which hadn't been replaced. Stop it. You had a brand new kitchen. Stop <laughs> it. All the walls were painted. <laughs> <laughs> they, had a bathroom, they had a bathroom upstairs which they had done but it's, but they'd left that they kind of taken the uh the plasterboard off the chimney then left, left the chimney completely bare um so that was another thing and then downstairs in the downstairs bathroom they just left the <laughs> bathroom suites it's like, and we ran out of money around here <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow but to be free, you can you can pick up a bathroom suite for like a couple of hundred quid. You know, it doesn't have to be top of the range. Well, you, you used to be able to. Well, yeah, you moment, used to be maybe able to. Well, not, maybe. To be, to be fair, I haven't priced bathroom suites in a while. I'd yeah. Take that. yeah. But still, I mean, you can get. I mean, really, at the moment, you'd be looking at about just to replace the sanitary wear. You're probably looking if you did it so dead cheap. And there was an offer on. You could probably do the whole thing for about fifteen hundred. You probably could, depending on the size of the bathroom and obviously the different the sanitary wear required. But you could do it. Uh, I mean, that's probably better than sticking with the avo in it. Probably. Yeah, the avo. Well, they, they, they left it so that you could put your own spin on it. <laughs> what about the rest of the house? <laughs> that's so great. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there are a couple of other things which I, which I can't I can't remember um, at the moment, but yeah, it was such a bizarre viewing. It's weird, isn't it? Because sometimes you get that when you do viewings, and it's it's the thing that raises your eyebrow the most. Is like you think, oh, this is the whole place needs renovating. This is brilliant. Like you know, it looks like it was last decorated in the eighties or whatever. But there's fresh paint on the wall, and you're like, hmm, <laughs> like, why have you painted? What is that covering up? Like, 
yeah that's yeah. happened quite a few times or like they've they've kind of it looks like the, the whole house is completely old except there's just in fact the house I've just bought the same thing like when we went into it like about 90% of it was just gross and old and was 1960s decors like the doors are fantastic they had like these um there was solid wood but they had like a diamond cut out like a diamond window cut out in the middle of them with a glass pane really cool like proper retro doors painted in like a mustardy orange it was gross um but the, there was one room they turned into a gym so it was all like, you know, like modern flooring, painted walls, like fresh, brilliant white walls and like loads of modern gym equipment. It just stood out like a sore thumb in the house. It was like, so this is where you spend money, clearly. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's only things that are important, right? What means stop something to them. 100%. Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm. Really, really bizarre. So, yeah, I think it just gives us a little bit of reassurance that the level of quality and finish that we go to in our houses really does shit all over like a lot of major chains out there who are supposed to be providing you know high quality hospitality yeah I think especially in a hotel like it's not that difficult I say not owning a hotel or running a hotel but a comfortable bed and a decent bathroom with some plug sockets beside the bed you know that's a good step in the right direction if that's good and that's right, then it'll put you in a different uh, mindset for that particular venue, in my view. So true. And you know what? There are there are three chains that come to mind, and I am going to name them because it's a positive thing. There's three chains that come to mind where it doesn't matter what hotel you stay in across the country, they all tend to have the same basic spec that you you know you could be anywhere, and that's Travel Lodge, Premier Inn, and uh, Holiday Inn. They all tend to be fairly same, same. The building might be different, but the actual room functionality and spec is identical. Um, but then you go like to a Hilton chain, for example, and it's just like, it's I mean, oh it's not a chain, Hilton's a franchise. It's because of French. Well, there you go. Which is why in Brighton, so just talking about Jury's Inn, which obviously is not where you're, you're not staying in a Jury's Inn in Newcastle. That that's not what we're talking about. So is what we're talking about. But in Brighton, there's two Jury's Inn. There's the waterfront, and then there's Jury's in Brighton. One is like a Rolls Royce. The other one is like a bicycle. You're like how, why, what? And that's just like HMOs. The closer they are to the station, the worse the quality. The further that further out they are, they tend to be better. Yeah, actually, although I've stayed in that one at, at at Brighton train station, it's not that bad actually. It's as not that great. It's not that great. I've taught in it, and there were ceiling tiles coming off the wall as I was teaching. I was like, "Oh come on, people!" Like, <laughs> but then the one the one down by the waterfront is just like with the the little um, tapestry giraffe as you go into the atrium. I love him. Um, I love that hotel. Mm. Completely different quality. So it's mess. It's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. So. Yeah. So if anyone's worried, um, wondering what the theme of today is, but we're talking about the user experience hmm. of living in properties. Um, so now you're talking about lighting. Oh yeah. Yes. I often find that, especially more dated hotels, some of the more modern ones are are improving, but it's just natural light or even uh, fake lighting in the properties is not good. Mm. Like if you try to if you try to work in a hotel, like Prime example, Matt's in a hotel right now and I can barely see you. <laughs> so true. 
you know, the sun is shining outside. It's like 20 odd degrees. It was 27 degrees here in London, probably 24, 25 up where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I cannot see you because there's no natural light coming into that into that room. Um, well, I'm just going to qualify that. It's because I'm sitting in front of a big window. There's loads of natural light coming in. What are you seeing? You just you're, look really dark. It's because the light's behind you, I think. You look really dark. There's very little light coming onto the wall to your right. Um, like it, it, anytime I try and work in a hotel, I often find it very difficult to find a decent spot where there's good light to be able to work properly. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and the, the whole layout of the room, like where they put desks and stuff, you sort of think, oh, why would you tuck it away in the corner where the light's not going to, like... Yeah, just... and, the, and they don't they don't put... um, And, and the light's always quite dim, I find. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. The, the room is designed to be slept in and nothing else. Exactly. That's yeah, Exactly. So go back to my point earlier. Have your breakfast and fuck off. Have your <laughs> breakfast and fuck off. Do you know, there's a hotel that I stay in in London all the time. I've been going there for years and um, they renovated a whole section of it uh, during COVID. And uh, I was quite excited to see it because it really was shabby and tired. And the rooms look lovely, except the room that I always stay in, where it's always the same, where it doesn't matter what floor it's on, as long as it's one of the 11s, which is in the corner, right? So 7, 11, 6, 11, whatever. So uh, I I went in and they've got this, they've made really good use of the alcove with a tall mirror. And it was much better use of the alcove that, that, than previously, because it was just empty. But there was no plug socket nearby. The nearest plug socket was all the way across the other side of the room by the bed. So if you've got a hairdryer and you need a mirror, you're nowhere near one. That's really freaking dumb. I was like, mm-hmm. so I actually mentioned this to the um, the hotel manager and just said, you know, this is a joke. Like, how's a girl going to straighten her hair or dry her hair when, you know, she can't see it? And so they rewired the rooms. <laughs> It's like what? I got power. Yeah, they they embedded plug sockets by the by the mirrors on my request. But you know what it is? It's because because people there they stay for one night and then they fuck off. Um, they they moan about it, but then they don't actually tell the hotel. So yes. the hotel just don't even know. So mm. um, I, I, in reality, I need to go and tell them about this shower curtain. Oh, it's so dumb, isn't it? So, so dumb. But I think also hotels are really sensitive to feedback in the main. I think they do take it quite seriously, especially because they're trying to claw money back after COVID. So, yeah. um, you know, I think there's they really are just listening to the customer at the moment. So now is an opportune time to give your feedback to hotels. But also, I think from our properties as well. You know, like it's the opportune time to go out to your 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 tenants and just make sure that they're they're having the best kind of customer experience that they that they can. Mm. Um, you know, so they probably you, might be sitting there doing exactly the same, going, "Oh, I wish this was this was like this." Um, I wish there were blinds on my Vlux windows. I mean, what is? I mean, what idiot doesn't put blinds on a window? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we do. Also, also, also the same flats the builder forgot to seal the showers and no one found out until <laughs> moved in and there was water going everywhere. Oh no. Oh well, these things happen. They did indeed. Um but yeah, no, the the but that one, because because of issues that I'm having with that particular council and getting it into HMO use, uh, we're running it as service accommodation. And so there are the people are staying short periods of time. So mm. 
they again was like I'm, I'm here for a week or actually if it's if it's during the winter no one would have noticed um it's only really those summer months um where if, if they're doing night shifts because a lot of those, i think a lot of them are now nurses and maybe that's what what, what the um, issue is okay on a shift pattern so they can't actually get any sleep mm. um, no, day, which yeah. yeah but yeah 100 <clears throat> percent. i i think I've... go on now I was just going to tell you a story about when I set the smoke alarm off, the fire alarm off in a hotel in London. Oh, this is great. So I was, uh, was in a hotel that we used to frequent quite a lot. And um, I was at it for another event and um, had to iron my clothes. So I got, they brought up an iron and an ironing board, which had seen much better days. Um, but I turned it on. And as I had, as, I, as the iron was heating up, I was getting ready. So I had, stripped off ready to go to the shower and whilst I was in the bathroom the smoke alarm went off um, and it turns out that it was my room that had turned that it went off on so the the, the iron had started to smoke um, and I was in a tiny little room um, and it couldn't get the alarm to turn off and because obviously the staff knew where the smoke which smoke detector was causing the problem they come came and started banging on my door and I was flapping around trying to get my clothes on. Um, and then they decided just to walk straight in before <gasps> I had a chance to open the door because they thought it was smoking in the room. And I, I was so pissed off. I was like, don't just accuse me automatically of smoking in the room when it's your fucking iron that's causing the problem in the your first place. fucking <laughs> iron. Oh, my God. He was really, really rude. Um, so, yeah. I was not impressed, but yeah, that's my my funny story. So, that hotel. Can I just check? Was the main sounder? Uh, was the main alarm sounder in the whole hotel going off, or had it just been? Oh, it was. Oh mm. no, that's because it was literally the smoke was billowing out of this bloody iron. Jesus, it was yeah. It wasn't like on the. And no, I, 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 I literally yeah. just turned it on to heat, and it, it wasn't face down. It was sat up, and it as just it should be, and it just decided to, yeah. I was just kind of expecting you to say that when you were in when you were in the bathroom, it fell over and was was billowing smoke. But no, it was just um, sat there. Just really have, guilty, yeah, it yeah. Just, like how, but how dangerous is that though as well? So dangerous. Mm. But I had, I had that recently where so girls get this all the time, especially if you've got long hair. If you're blow drying your hair, the steam and the heat that comes off of your hair is quite unbelievable. And so um, I had this uh, at this same hotel, actually, the one I was just talking about. But the main sounder didn't go off. What happened was it obviously alerted uh, an internal alarm first before they obviously the, the main thing went off. So same thing happened. I would I literally just come out of the shower, I was blow drying my hair, but I was completely naked while I was blow drying my hair. And then there's this like banging on my freaking door, like smash, smash, smash. I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Put a robe on, answer the door. These two burly security guards just came and go, "What's the problem? What's the problem?" And we're like looking around the room i'm like whoa ease up like boys 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 i've just blow dried my hair like relax and they were like so you're not smoking in this room no i'm not smoking in this room like nothing's happening so but the good thing was it didn't trigger the main smoke alarm mm, yeah no I, I, unfortunately i didn't have that <laughs> yeah because you imagine like showers get super steamy as well like in with the ensuite sort of functionality of a hotel like the risk of that is so high surely there's got to mm. be some step before the main alarm goes off so yeah like a five minute window yeah so that's why they're running and banging because they want to make sure that it's uh, doesn't go off <laughs> but, but you yeah, know what is. i think all of these lessons 
that we learn from like what you know when you walk into a hotel and there's certain things that you expect I like to have the provision of certain things like condition is really important to me I like to have you know I like to have mirrors in a certain space I like to you know make sure that there are electrics by the bed so I can charge my phone all of these things um make you a better investor because you see on a regular basis whilst you're on the road what what you shouldn't do what not to do (laughs) right and I do think that that carries through into your existing projects because if it's going to annoy you it's going to annoy your tenants at some point if you do the same or replicate or or miss those finishing touches in your own homes or you know in your own projects right so you know the the people that are actually putting in the builders project managers um that yeah would potentially compromise on these things because they don't have that same actually that same understanding or that same experience yeah you know we, we definitely had it where project managers made a decision about plug sockets that were just like like why why yeah i yeah. mean that's the person supposed to be your representative on site um and there's supposed to be a plan um say gotta manage the managers gotta manage, manage the managers, managers. yeah I, I, and i do think and i don't like to just sort of be so broad brush about this but i do think this is where um interior female interior architects and like just women generally are naturally good at that skill set of walking in and sort of stepping into the shoes of the end user um I think I just think they're really good at that they're very considered um you know when it comes to the the smaller details or those finer finer points of of the tenant experience percent. Mm. Yeah, it's um like I wouldn't entrust that to my builder. God, no way. There'd be very few builders that would be um good at that. Although we had a painter, well, I guess they are a painter decorator who was very creative with um when it came to one of our houses because he was so bored of he did they did HMOs as like their bag based because they worked a lot with the contractor that we worked with. Yeah. Um. So they were constantly moving from HMO to HMO, and then they came to when they came to our one. Uh, one of the recent ones we did in Portsmouth they were like this was like a breath of fresh air yeah because it wasn't just all magnolia walls with a gray feature wall here or there and or whatever it was yeah it was something different um just, just to show you that when you, people think oh hmos are changing if the builders are going around and saying we're painting gray feature walls magnolia walls all the time in mm. new hmo developments it just goes to show you that, that it's it's not majority are still not no and even trying to convince the builders like as they're going through the process or going through the project they've got their stereotypical hmo layout and overall look so when you come in and try and do something different they're like oh we weren't ready for this we've already done something else so again like what you said earlier about manage the managers to make sure that that is actually happening yeah definitely it's important and i think i will give some builders credit like one of my builders ian He's my Grimsby Cleethorpes guy. He is really good at thinking about properties from a family perspective because he's a family man himself. So he can relate to it because he'll be like, oh, we should knock through this wall because if you've got a family who, you know, like mum or dad's in the kitchen, they want to be able to watch the kids. So actually having that view through into the living room means they can oversee the children while they're playing and they're not under their feet. Or, you know, if the child's got to run in from the garden and wash their hands, actually having a lower basin here would be really beneficial. And you're like, dude, <laughs> yes. 
that's that's amazing he's like yeah put a towel rail on the um, you know on the back of the door so that they can dry their hands after work and you just he's very good at that but then take him into a student hmo and he's like fucking no idea like wouldn't even know where to begin yeah it takes yeah. a hatter it takes a hatter to make a hat the right yeah. person for yes. the right job yeah oh wow yeah that's exactly the saying that sums up the point well done thank you <laughs> it takes a hatter to make a hat it takes a property investor to make a property no no <laughs> try again to to well the, the thing about the hat and the hatter is that it's very specific yeah yeah there's so many moving parts in property it takes it takes it takes an army <laughs> it takes an army to create a property yeah. it really does it really really does yeah it's amazing yeah well i think Sweet. we're there i think we've i think we've absolutely nailed this topic and um yeah because yeah, you know I've, i I was actually just waiting for matt to say that and he hadn't Time. said it and i'm like why has he not said it yet He's no i i i was i was feeling that um maybe jay would have something else to say or now would have something else to say but uh uh, it, it appears that we've come to the end of our time together. Today. <laughs> That's all right. I can. I'll survive. So with the listeners, I think. Indeed. Keep it short, keep it sweet. That'll be a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on, on the next, next episode, episode.